Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And heard it, worked it, logged it. It is time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Visit icomamerica.com amateur and make the most out of contest season. And LDG, an LDG automatic tuner between your transmitter and antenna will match impedances and ensure maximum power output while protecting your finals from damage due to reflected RF. To learn more, visit ldgelectronics.com. And West Mountain Radio, get rid of that annoying RF hash as well as hums and buzzes with our clear speech units for crystal clear quiet listening. Use code 100WMR to get $30 off a clear speaker this month. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello everyone, it's Christian Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel, K0STH, coming to you from America's heartland. For a few more days, it is the 4th of July week. And weekend, it's all good. I like to celebrate all. Well, the first seven days, the 13 Colonies event is coming up. I love it. And many times, I'm not even in Missouri. Well, it seems that way. I don't know. This week seems to be like one week I'm in, you know, over the course of several years. One time I visit family in Montana. The next we're in Delaware, which is really cool over the 4th of July. Not just because of some big fireworks exhibit. It's because it's the first state, like the first city in the first state on the 4th of July. It's just really cool to me. And then you're working the 13 colonies up and down that East Coast from Delaware. This year, we'll be trying to work from the road. We're heading back out to Virginia this week. We'll be out there for a little while. That reminds me, I need to bang out another show for you guys Or not. You know what I mean? I like to record and let you know what I'm up to. I will be chasing, so maybe I'll do some of that. The assembly of the show becomes difficult. Unless I pack up some gear. We'll just see. Right now, though, the 13 Colonies is uh, exciting July 1st through the 7th. There are two, like, bonus stations. I never seem to hear them. But I'll clean, sweep the 13, and, and that's all I like. I like the chase. I like the chase. What's going on with you? Oh, well, I'm glad everything's going on. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, and the hex beam. If you have social media, join us on Facebook, and you may have seen a little bit. If you're there already, we're on Twitter and Facebook. A large community on Facebook that supports this show, and I appreciate everybody. And I tell you what, I came home. We had storms at the end of the week. Just sick of them. I mean, thunderstorm, major thunderstorms, lightning, they come through, they end and come back again. It's like, gee, how much? How much? 
it is hard for me to believe there is any place on earth that needs rain because here in Missouri, we're just constant with it. Farmers can't get the crops into the ground. Flooding. I mean, it's a mess, a mess. You're saying, see, child, how you doing, brother? We're okay in terms of location and flooding. But flooding isn't too far from here, actually. If you do a quick search for Alton, Illinois, flood it the whole riverfront there. Flood it deep. Look up the uh, the arch, the arch ground, all the way up to the steps. Mm-hmm. You know, you believe what you want to believe, but I'm going to tell you what, from uh, our perspective here in Missouri, and I tell you this, I listen to the farmers. What's going on with the farmers? What are you experience, uh, experiencing? I just saw major hail in Mexico in June. What the hail, dude? Look it up. So, anywho, the storm part of it, the wind, uh, most of my stuff is in trees or near trees, definitely surrounded by trees. And I go out there, oh, it must have been Thursday or Friday, and the hex beam had two cracked uh, supports. Now, these are fiberglass, and these were early radio waves hex beams. I don't know if they were experimenting at the time with the build. You know, they were using fiberglass, but it was pieced together and sort of screwed together. Now, I believe they are using one piece of fiberglass. Well, anywho, these storms came through, and I tell you, this is a great wind-bearing antenna. The wind just straight on through it. But I believe a limb came down or something small. It didn't even have to be that big. And this thing's up there three years now, and I've never had really an issue. It's not the easiest thing. Some of my issues have been with getting it up. Oh, oh, easy. Not talking about that. We're talking about the mass. Oh, come on now. Well, why is this all so sexy? All of a sudden, the hex beam really is sexy. For me, the maintenance aspect of this is, you know, bringing it down on the mast, getting it back up. I've had some sort of, uh, not superficial, but we used an aluminum mast the first time around. It had three pieces bolted together. It came to about 30 feet-ish. And uh, when we brought it up there, we pulled that thing up there where it connected with the bolts from day one had been bent. It got, it was bent. And I thought, there's part of me that says, look, has to be the best we can get at this bent thing. I don't know, man. I'm worried about it. It was guyed up okay. Performed really well. Uh, Back in um, November of 18, I decided I was going to take that bent section out. Brought it down, had some help here. And the antenna was down quite a bit. I mean, probably about 15 feet. But I was okay with this because the pole was straight. It looked like it was going to stay up there for a bit. It was okay. It didn't look bent. Bent is bent. And it was bent sort of, you know, right as the two were connected and bolted together. And I thought, "Mm, no about that. 
15 feet it was. And it had been like that for a while, and I've been talking to Steve, W7UDI, about changing out the pipe. And I did. I've got some rigid uh, conduit, you know, and it's uh, better than aluminum. But it's heavier, too. So I wanted to put a winch in line and and all these sorts of things. And I had fumbled around and made some mistakes. And I'm like, oh, man, come on, man. Come on now. And I never played around with a winch before. I made some weird wood thing. Just wasn't good. Anyway, that wasn't even the problem. I got this thing back up and it was about 25 feet. All right. Technically, now I've measured it. We're at 27 feet. That's good. That's good. That's perfect. It's good for me. It's not it's not too heavy for the winch. It's not I get it back up there. I'm real happy and I start to move into understanding VHF UHF. Because I really don't know too much about it. I know some stuff. I don't know much about the antenna systems and it's my next step. It's kind of where I'm getting into next. Some people are moving into satellites. Some people are out there working in the parks. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, like, from across the room. Hey, girl. UHF, EHF? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I'll talk. I'll catch up with you. Mm-hmm. Damn. You know, there's something in me that's kind of like, ooh. Yes. Just makes me want to put on James Brown and, you know. So my next step was thwarted when a series of storms had come through. And I go out there and I look at the hex beam and I'm used to having these galloping. This was another, I think, not a design flaw, but something that worked at the time. But these little S hooks are what was connecting of the supports, which made the umbrella shape, that inverted umbrella shape you're used to seeing in the hex. Meanwhile, the wind would come and it wouldn't break anything, but they'd gallop off. Next thing you know, my hex beam starting to pancake out a little bit. And that's that's another, you're like, oh. Because generally, I'm out here by myself and doing this work by yourself, you got to be real careful. Now, I've added some heavier pipe. You got to, you know, the winch system was the way to go for me because it can hold the weight you know, I can do this by myself. I, I do believe you should always have a buddy, have somebody with you. We're not climbing, but we are bringing down a rotor, you know, and an antenna that's roughly 20 pounds. And, and you don't want that free falling to earth that puts you into the ground, okay? So you have to be very careful and smart. Fine. I go out there after the storm, as I always do, and I'm accustomed to things coming down, especially especially across my 160. Mm-hmm. Those long legs cut through the woods like hot butter. Sexy as I don't know what, but limbs, little things come down. Not even huge things, little ones. Next thing you know, you're out there doing maintenance, and I think this is what happened to the hex beam. I think it came down, and it just hit this top support, and snapped it off, snapped the fiberglass. Now, I don't know if a single piece of fiberglass would have taken this and rolled with it and thought, oh, damn. And, and then, well, oh, okay. But after three years of this, 
two sides of this thing, too much stress, boom, boom, broken down. I, I, I swear to you, well, how much time are we in this? Let's see. All right, I should probably take a break here. But I swear to you guys, I was taking that sum of my bitch down, down, done with it. I was texting my friend saying, that's it. I am breaking up with the hex. I even posted the pictures of the damage on Facebook. And that's it. That's it. And I remember, you know, there's something in me that keeps me going. It's probably my Polish father. He used to say, where there's a will, there's a way. And you'd, you'd let that sit in and you'd think, yeah. He'd also, he said a lot of great things. Where there's a will, there's a way. And I would think about that and say, you know, if you want to really figure this out, what are you going to do? And then I um, I came in, I thought about it, I was sweating profusely, I get this thing down just mad, just mad, and I had been spending so much energy on this antenna, and if you've ever been there, can I get a witness? Yes, brothers and sisters, I was at the end with the hex beam, at the end, and all of a sudden, I... I guess I caught the will, and I thought, you know what? Let me go out there with a calm head because I was I was taking that thing down. I was thinking maybe I'll put up a 17-meter uh, uh, dipole. Screw it. That's what I was thinking. I don't even want to deal with it anymore. I'm, it's, uh, I'm tired. I'm wet. Everything's slippery. It's not cool. My flip-flops blew out. It, was, it wasn't even like a Jimmy Buffett flip-flop bust out. It was bad, man. Bad, bad. I took some time, came back in and breathed, just to breathe. I went back out there after the storm, and I looked at it, and I looked at the two pieces, pretty cleanly broken right there, some pressure right there. So I backed out the screws, and uh, I took a little saw, and uh, I sawed off. The, the busted piece, because it had really splintered up and really was chewed up there. I sawed that little piece off, put it back in there, and I, and I remembered. Now I got something, I think it's called JB Weld or something, or JD Weld, something like that. And I used it on my mast pieces. You know, you put the sections of the mast together and you let them sit overnight, let them cure up. I said, let me just use this. I'll put this on the two damaged ones. I sawed them off, got them back in, put it in. This thing may not be aesthetically like pristine anymore. This could have legs or, you know, whatever these support things are that give you the hex beam. Two of them are definitely different than the rest. Came out the next night and uh, they did their job. It held it in place and I thought, all right, what I had to do, I had to tighten up some of the wire because the wire was not cut. None of it snapped. It was just dangling there like, hey, man. And then I put it back up and it was like, eh, ooh, did you see that? And I put it back up there. And I came back in, took the, took the meter readings. And I'm going through this fast as I can here. It's a 15-minute story here. The point being that I remembered my father. He's the one that planted the seed in me. I came out of the CB radio craze of the 70s. I never looked down on CBers, and I don't think you should either. To each their own. If you want to, all right, I don't. For me, 
That's what my father was doing back then, and it really planted the seed in me. My father's voice came to me. Where there's a will, there's a way. And I went out there and I did it. He would usually follow that up with, when's Will getting here? There you go. The hex beam is back up in the sky. Take a break. Neil is here. He's going to talk about some of the young people in the amateur radio stuff. And we'll come back and uh, wrap things up next. When in doubt, hang them high. This is 100 watts and a wire. Brothers and sisters of the Hamily, make the most out of contest season with one of these ICOM radios. How about the IC7610? The SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. Dual DigiSelect RF direct sampling system, an independent dual receiver, and let's not forget the IC7300. Changing the way entry-level HF is designed. Visit icomamerica.com amateur to learn more about all ICOM radios. From wireless to Wi-Fi, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Hello again, my friends. This is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, the Next Gen Contester's contributing editor for the National Contest Journal and the host of Ham Talk Live. I'm here today to talk more about getting youth into amateur radio, and I've got some exciting news for young hams and for people who are looking to help out with this. Now, a few months ago, the Young Amateurs Radio Club, YARC, uh, started up a youth contesting program, which is pretty much like the Youngsters on the Air program over in IARU Region 1. Well, they're doing it again. And so if you know a young ham that's looking for a place to operate, have them sign up at yark.world slash YCP. Or if you have a station that you would be able to host a young person for even part of the contest. Also, go over to yarc.world slash ycp and sign up. The contest is for the IARU HF Championships, which are July 13th and 14th. So if you have a, an HF station, it doesn't even have to be a, a big one or even a, a, a full contest grade station. It, it's, it's just on the air and, and does fairly well you can host one of these people and all yark does is match people up so you don't have to worry about you know if certain hours aren't available or or you know you can only do it for so long or you know things like that you, you can work that out with whoever is is paired up so check that out and another thing that i want to tell you about that's brand new is the yoda region 2 website and social media um, it we call it youth on the air over here in region 2 over in region 1 it's youngsters on the air because it translates a little bit better but this site and the social media sites are going to be the, the conglomerate of all of the youth activities. So it's kind of a one-stop shop for youth activities. We'll link and retweet and, and have all kinds of information on all of the youth activities that are available out there. So whether it's scholarships that you're looking for 
or uh, ARISC information or a link to Youngsters on the Air or uh, the Youth Contesting Program or YARC or the ARLs, YouthNet's database. It's all linked in there. So you can go to one place, and that's yodaregion2.org. It's Y-O-T-A region and the number two dot org and we're also on facebook twitter and instagram and youtube under yoda region 2 so just look for yota region 2 on any of those social media outlets and you'll hear all kinds of news about more opportunities to work with young people and and get them involved in our hobby So that's my tip for this month. So enjoy the weather, enjoy the radio, and get some young people on the air. For 100 watts and a wire, I'm Neil, WB9VPG. Back to you, Regis. An inside joke there. Anytime I was called to uh, appear on Ham Talk Live, if the stars aligned, I would say, you know what, Neil Raps. Who called off tonight? Who couldn't make it in as a guest on your show? I'm sort of like your Regis Philbin. Right. You know, you just you needed somebody to go to somebody important. Called off your show, didn't they? And he said, oh, no, 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 no. Because that's that's what Neil said. No, 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 no. Right now, I want the sea child. That's what he said. I want the sea child on the show. I'd say you I'm your Regis who called off. A lot of great points there. You know, the, the endless conversation seems to be how are we going to get youth involved in amateur radio? We got to get the next generation involved. I think exposure is the key for young people. Another thing you may want to stop doing, stop calling them youngsters. It makes you sound like an old creepy geezer. Hey, let's go play with those youngsters over there. It's with me, it puts too much of an age gap there in my mind. Youngster gives you a, you know, it's like hipster. Oh, look at this hipster with his man bun. Not cool. Not cool. If you got all that damn hair coming from a bald guy, you know, why are you putting it up in the man bun? Sheesh. Get my point, hipster. Youngster. It's an old term. Stop calling young people. Youngsters. Another thing you might want to think about, and I don't mean any harm here, but you've got to, grown-ass men have got to stop taking photographs with stuffed animals out there on your activation. Here I am with my stuffed animal. What is that, man? That's creepy. That's just creepy. Cut that out. You got an action figure or a stuffed animal out there. Come on now. Come on. Grown-ass man holding a stuffed animal is not what we want to be doing. Like I said, teach their own. But please don't turn around and go, how are we going to do this? I don't know. I'm here petting a damn stuffed animal. Hold a snake. I don't know. Hold a microphone. Oh, Lord. More than any of this, the future will be fine if this generation opens the doors to diversity Start looking toward women and people of color. The kids are going to come along. I said it before. Introduce this great hobby and service to more women and people of color. Then we can grow. We can grow. Okay. I gotta take a break. I gotta take a break. Oh.
I got a pack. We'll talk about that. Well, we're just going to wrap things up. I'm getting too emotional. You settle down. You settle down. Take a quick break. We'll come back and wrap this thing up next. Sweeping the spectrum. This is 100 watts and a wire. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed station, portable and remote. Matching your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast proprietary tuning algorithms. Our generic desktop tuners work automatically with nearly any radio, while our brand-specific tuners are customized to popular models. LDG's zero-power tuners are ideal for portable or mobile use as they consume almost no power at all in their standby state. Some can be powered by internal batteries that last for months of normal use. Our weatherproof remote tuners install at the antenna feed point, greatly reducing SWR losses in the coax. LDG tuners are backed by our two-year fully transferable warranty and our legendary customer service, the best in the industry. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. Made in America, shared worldwide. This is 100 watts and a wire. I just love special event stations. I just love it, man. Every every time I hear one, I have to stop and I try to work them. It is so fun to chase the parks on the air, the summits on the air, the worldwide flora and fauna, people doing QRP work. I love it. All this stuff. We talked about the 13 colonies. Just give me something to chase. And the 13 colonies for me around this holiday is really cool. And especially when I'm not home. And I'm a little bit closer to those colonies. This year I'll be working at least 100 watts uh, from Roanoke, Virginia. And I am going to be traveling on the 4th. So I'm going to be out there on the road, me and my little dog. And uh, we're going to be heading east to meet up with my girls to have a 4th of July holiday and spend a few days out there in Virginia, one of the original colonies. So I think I'll set up, maybe go to a park. I can still do the mobile type stuff. We'll just see how it pans out, but it's always fun. Right here, this special event is in Arizona, and I I didn't catch the call sign, but I did hear them say they are remembering firefighters who were lost. So they're talking about a movie that was made about these firefighters who uh, perished. And what a great thing that we can we can remember, right? It's not just about the ego of things. Oh, yes, you're uh, getting to work me, man. You know, nobody cares about that stuff. But when you flash back and actually remember the 9-11 special event, love it. And things like this in Arizona where they are uh, keeping the memory of alive of uh, our servicemen, our firefighters, and women. And they are. N7GMH. We'll have to look that one up. But I did hear him talking a little bit about uh, lost firefighters in Arizona. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, We'll try to get something together for the following week, but I'm going to be on vacation. I'll probably just capture some audio and whatever I'm doing out there and throw something together for you. You understand. Travel safe. Enjoy some family time. Take a day off. Take a day off. Coffins don't have pockets, do they? You know. Take a day off, spend it with your family. Have fun with those fireworks. 
come back with all your digitus, your digits, your fingers. Don't blow anything off. And uh, have a great, safe holiday week. I'll see you next time. Be sure to take care of yourselves and take care of your families. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.